Hello, and welcome to the Inside OSU podcast. I'm Julia Benbrook. The OSU Alumni Association represents more than 250,000 alumni, students, and friends with programs for Cowboys of all ages. Through the Alumni Association, Cowboys participate in events with the OSU family and celebrate what it means to love America's brightest orange. I had the chance to sit down with the new Alumni Association president, Rob McInturf, to discuss how a trip to Stillwater for a football game convinced him OSU could be home, how he and his family are adjusting to the move, and why they decided to join the Cowboy family. Well, first of all, welcome to the Cowboy family. We're very excited to have you here in Stillwater. Tell us what led you to Oklahoma State. Uh, a lot of good things. So I've, I've had experiences at uh, uh, small universities, mid-majors, and, and very large universities. And uh, had a couple of friends uh, that uh, were OSU alums. And uh, they, they brought me up here to a couple of ball games and, and had a great time. Uh, but, uh, but notice that the passion and love that people have for this place is, is a little bit different than, than most places. So uh, when I got a call uh, about the opportunity, I, I said, absolutely, would love to learn more about it. And, and the more conversations I had, the more excited I got. I uh, actually tried to find folks that would say something uh, negative about OSU, and I couldn't find it. So I uh, was very excited and uh, honored to have the opportunity to come up here. And so you mentioned a little bit of your background. You've worked in alumni relations at different universities, mm -hmm. different levels. What are you going to take from those experiences and bring here to the Alumni Association at OSU? Sure. Uh, I think what I've, I've learned at, various, uh, at my various stops is that there are no two institutions that are the same. Uh, each place has its own unique history uh, and culture and, and makeup. So there, there's no such thing as the right template or a program that worked well at one place that, that we should just bring to another institution. Uh, so uh, certainly knowing what works well for some places is, uh, is, is good to see what uh, the industry is doing, but, but we have to look at what's, what's right for OSU what's unique about us uh, before we can know what's, what's going to be right for, for our institution. And then you grew up in Elkhart, Indiana. You yeah. played college baseball. You yeah. kind of have been all over. Mm -hmm. How did you end up in Oklahoma? Uh, just blessed to get this opportunity. Uh, in, in Indiana, uh, baseball season starts pretty early, and uh, it's cold up there. I was uh, uh, about two hours east of Chicago uh, and knew that uh, if I wanted to play baseball, I needed to come south. So uh, I, I was fortunate to get the opportunity to, to, to do that, had a great experience. Um, and uh, like every other has been, uh, tore a rotator cuff and, and uh, had to hang it up earlier than I wanted to. Uh, so I, I took an internship in uh, the University Advancement Office my senior year. And I don't think anybody grows up uh, thinking, hey, I can't wait to work in alumni relations. It's not something that you're, you're really aware of as a kid. Uh, so that was my first introduction to it and, and had my eyes open to the, not just the inner workings, but, but how higher education works uh, in public institutions. And, and I fell in love with it, had a, had a great experience there and, and uh, was, was very f uh, fortunate at every stop to, to have a good experience that, that helped me get to the next place. And this transition for you has been interesting, I'm sure, yes, during yeah. the COVID pandemic is when you started. So have you had the chance to meet everyone and what has this first month looked like? It's certainly not how you anticipate or, or imagine, imagine it in your head, but uh, uh, we've done a lot of Zoom meetings and team meetings. Uh, I have met with some folks uh, in person, but uh, we've, we've been following all the, uh, the social distancing and, and uh, have orange masks. We're, we're doing it the right way. 
but uh, it's, it's been really nice to see that, that everyone on our team, they, they genuinely have a love for what they do. They love OSU, they love the Alumni Association, and, and they're doing great work. Uh, so that's been fun. I've, I've met with a lot of our board members, uh, a lot of our uh, administration, and uh, everyone has, they've, they've gone out of their way to be welcoming to, to my family and making sure that we're okay. And it's, it's, been, a, it's been a joy so far. And speaking of board members, I saw a quote from one of them where they talked about, you know, you were engaging and you were a great family man and just someone that was going to bring a lot to this program. Um, he also mentioned that you were going to build on the work that the Alumni Association has already done. So sure. what do you plan to do to kind of push that agenda forward? Well, first of all, the, the, the Cowboy family is a real thing. People genuinely have a, a care and concern and are interested in everyone else's success here. And that, that, that's a, a, a wonderful thing to be a part of. Uh, in terms of, of the success, OSU has, has been ahead of the curve in, in alumni engagement and, and really kind of setting the bar for, for a long time. So that, that's an exciting thing to be a part of. Uh, I'm, I'm in the midst of, of probably a 90-day listening tour. Where, where I need to, to understand and get to meet as many folks as possible to understand the unique needs of our alumni body and our administration and, and the associations. So looking forward to seeing what, those, uh, what, what feedback we get and uh, what the possibilities are going to be. And then the Alumni Association works closely with the foundation, the university, athletics, all the different facets of campus. Why is it important for the leaders of those organizations to kind of be on the same page and be working together, and how Absolutely. do you plan to do that? Absolutely. Open communication is, is really vital to our success, and, and knowing that everyone has a part to play. Uh, we, we are the gatekeeper to our, our 255,000 degree holding graduates, so uh, understanding what those needs are and, and, and being on the same page to make sure that our programs uh, engage uh, our alums where, where they are and, and meet their needs in a way that, that also supports the institution and our athletic department and, and our deans and, and the colleges. That's, that's really what we're supposed to be doing. So we need to make sure that uh, not just the right hand knows what the left hand is doing, but that we're, we're doing it together and, and uh, working on the same things. Big changes as you're starting as well. We have the rebrand. We've yeah. got yeah. a lot of different things going on. Touch on that a little bit and the sure. Alumni Association's new look. Well, we're excited about it. So we've, uh, we've, we've gone back to a brand that uh, has been uh, around since the 70s. It's one that, that everyone is aware of and, and has a positive affinity towards. Uh, so it, it really kind of reflects how we are, are promoting the institution's unified approach. We have partnerships all over campus like we talked about just a little bit ago. Uh, so this, this kind of visually symbolizes how we're, we're one university and one brand. And then the new membership drive. Mm -hmm. That's happening, is it this summer, is that correct? It is, it is. We've, we've looked at uh, uh, what we can do to engage our, our members in a little bit different, uh, little bit different way. So we're, we're gonna be able to offer a lot of different uh, options for uh, uh, moving folks to life memberships. Uh, we're gonna be able to honor the folks who have been uh, annual members for a long time, uh, but we've got some new perks and new exciting things to, uh, to unveil in July. So we'll have to stay tuned to see what, uh, what all we can share. Absolutely. And then your wife and your mm -hmm. little daughter are here as well. How have they adjusted to the move? It's been wonderful. Um, I think we were, we were most concerned with, uh, with my daughter, Cora, making sure that she was okay. She's, uh, she's going to be three in July. Uh, but she, I think she handled the move easier than, than the rest of us. She was, uh, she's been a rock star. So uh, the, the folks in our neighborhood have, have been very welcoming. Uh, we've had lots of folks knock on the door and, and welcome us to, to the community. Uh, and it's, it really is a welcoming place. And, and we've, we've, We've uh, loved it so far. 
And then orange is not the most normal color to have in your wardrobe. Have you had to start <laughs> looking for those staple pieces? Yeah, I've got some orange, uh, but uh, a lot of places have not been open uh, when I've gone to, to get some things. So I've, I've got some work to do, but I've, uh, I've, I do have quite a few uh, orange items in the wardrobe, but uh, you can never have too much. So, yeah. The centennial for mm -hmm. America's Greatest Homecoming is this year, which we are all very excited about. Also a little unsure of what that mm -hmm. looks like. What can you tell us about the plans? Well, we're moving forward like it's gonna happen. Uh, we, we are very hopeful that things uh, are gonna be able to shake out to where we get to celebrate the centennial uh, the right way. Uh, but we obviously have to stay um, flexible and, and with uh, the information that, that is changing and, and coming out with the CDC and, and uh, with football, we. Uh, we're having backup plans to, to make sure that uh, we, we honor and celebrate homecoming the way it deserves to be celebrated. So uh, we're, we're gonna be preparing for a number of different scenarios and, and look forward to, to making sure that it happens the right way. Do you have a message for the alumni watching this? I know you're excited to get to meet them in person, but until then, um, to kind of encourage them sure. and continue to keep them involved here sure. at the Alumni Association. Uh, well, certainly these are unprecedented times, uh, but uh, your, your Alumni Association is continuing to work for you. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great organization. We, we have great programs in place, a lot of uh, exciting new things coming up. Uh, so stay tuned, stay connected, reach out. Um, we we want to hear from our alumni, and uh, we look forward to connecting with each and every one of them. I know that you worked as the Executive Director of Alumni Relations at the University of North Texas, and then you mm -hmm. worked in Alumni Relations at other universities as well. Mm -hmm. Kind of step me through that. Sure. Sure. Uh, well, I got uh, my. I started my career at the University of West Alabama. It's uh, where I, I got my undergrad, and uh, I uh, uh, took an internship in the Office of Advancement and and got to uh, be at the right place at the right time. Where our university president needed a driver to take him to Montgomery for legislative functions. He looked around the room and he said, "You." So I got uh, the unique opportunity to develop a really close relationship with the university president and, and be a part of conversations uh, and, and part of, of uh, the university kind of behind the scenes that, uh, that most folks don't get to see. Uh, so that, that kind of opened my eyes in, in, into what uh, advancement work is, uh, what alumni work is, and, and I, I had a blast. It was a lot of fun. So I, I did that for several years. Uh, got an opportunity to go to the University of North Carolina, Wilmington. Uh, it's a mid-major on the East Coast. It's beach town. Uh, so had a, a, a time there where I spent seven years. I, I met my wife there, um, spent a little bit of time on the beach, had a good time um, getting to know those folks. And, and it's a great university system in North Carolina. Uh, then uh, I got a call from, from someone at the University of North Texas. And uh, if I was going to leave uh, the, the beach and, and my, my wife's support system and family, uh, I, was, uh, I was excited to do it, come to the DFW area, and uh, had a great time. Uh, UNT has uh, a large alumni base. It's, it's very similar in size to, to Oklahoma State's, and uh, had, a, had a, a great experience there. And, and when I got uh, the call for, for Oklahoma State, I was, I was thrilled and honored to get to come up here and visit about the job, and, and very happy to be here. And then you said you came to a few games at OSU. What games yeah. hooked you? Which, which <laughs> ones were the good ones? Well, uh, so uh, one, of, uh, one of UNT's board members, who's uh, still a friend of mine, he, uh, he has a friend, a fraternity brother, that's, uh, that's up here. And, and he came to a homecoming, gosh, it was four, three or four years ago. And, and he came back raving about it. He said, this is what homecoming should be. America's greatest. America's greatest. <laughs> and so he brought back all kinds of stuff for me to, to look at. He says, well, we, need, we need to look at this. This is, this is where we want to be. For more information on the Alumni Association, you can visit orangeconnection.org.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Inside OSU podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Mm -hmm.